0: Podcast brought to you by Pile Style Events. I'm Dennis Junk. With me, as always, is the woman behind Pile Style Event, Alicia Pile. And today, we're talking to well, we've got Katie Anderson in the room from WBOI. A lot of you are going to recognize her voice. And we have Dan and Krista Stockman, and they are well. You tell us what you are and what you do, and you're gonna—they're going to be doing an event called the uh, well.
1: Picked for the pros.
0: Picked for the pros, which Elisa is donating some of her time and music for.
1: We are for Palestine events, yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Donating
1: the live music for.
0: And you guys are wine connoisseurs, correct? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we
2: are. We're the pros and picked by the pros. So we started off by picking the wines, helping pick the food. And that goes along with what we do for our business, Cheers Wine Consultants. We've mm-hmm. been drinking wine for a number of years, so we know a thing or two about wine
3: (laughs) we've had a couple of
0: classes (laughs) that's an interesting question (laughs) how do you develop that sort of expertise
3: really it came about because i was trying to impress krista when we were dating (laughs) i didn't know anything about wine but i knew wine was supposed to be romantic and cool so i (laughs) grabbed a bottle off the shelf that looked like it would be good and thankfully it was so. Sometimes you can't judge a wine by its label. <laughs> yeah, or who knows, right? I just mm-hmm. luck or fate or whatever. Uh, we just started drinking wine. We knew we didn't know anything about it, so we tried to learn as best we could.
2: Yeah, he was trying to impress me, but I didn't know anything about wine either. And so I didn't <laughs> so it was even... the, the, the blind leading the blind. Yeah. The bar was low. <laughs> Sounds like a great date. I didn't, yeah. I didn't even own wine glasses at that time. Oh, so. Wow. We didn't know we were supposed to be scared of it, I guess. And so we just started trying different things and we figured it's there. Why not try it out and see what it's like? And, and we've just continued with that. We realized over time that a lot of people are scared of wine and they're, you know, they go into the wine aisle and they're like, there's all this wine. I have no idea what to pick. And so our goal has been to help people who want to
1: love wine
2: learn how maybe you know, learn, okay, if I like this wine, then
1: what's, what's the next step? What else should I try? So it's like an education process, too. Right. That's right. cool. Oh, that's really neat.
3: It's the most fun educational <laughs> experience you Now, when you guys like, do right. your
1: thing anywhere, not just a pick for the pros, do you weave the whole travel story? Like, now we're going over here, and then we're going to Italy. I love that. I'm a sucker for that. <laughs> I was just wondering if we were going to hear anything like that.
3: No. Oh. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Burst well, my then, bubble right a bad, now. It. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: A cheese ball, so sometimes well, I get into that,
3: <laughs> you know. Uh, we are too, which is why I think our wine column, uh, for the Journal Gazette that we did for almost seven years called Cheers Uncorked. It's, <laughs> it's been a few Cheers years since we, we, <laughs> yeah. we are a little cheesy, and wine should be fun, and you shouldn't be scared of it. And you know, we weren't afraid to say that a wine is chuggable, for example, <laughs> and, and people wow. responded to that chuggable. because. It is scary is that the to, that comes in a box. No, <laughs> <laughs> it is scary to go to the store and see 4,000 bottles and you have no idea what to pick and you don't want to be wrong because it's 10 or 15. And know. sometimes
1: it's a gift too. Yeah. You
0: know, that's, you really yeah, don't want to be wrong scarier, then. Right. So how did yeah. you go from when you're trying to impress somebody on a date to writing a column for the Journal Gazette about wine?
2: We just we found that we were curious about it, and so um, I don't think we started visiting wineries at that point, but probably a few years later, we were living in Illinois, and we both worked for a newspaper there. and I realized there's all these local wineries in Illinois. Who knew? there were wineries in the Midwest. And so I pitched a column on these wineries, and so I went to several, and I was like, "Wow." They actually have some good wines here. And so from there, we just started visiting more and more wineries. Every time we'd, when we'd go on vacation, we'd find wineries to go to. Our kids, of course, at this point in their lives, they love when they hear, we're going to stop at another winery. <laughs> <laughs> Glory. Yeah. Oh, how old are they your just, kids? They're 12 and 14. Okay. Yeah. So they've, they've been later. to quite a few wineries by now. Yeah. But yeah, we just kept we just kept trying things. We, we would read books, we, we read other wine columns, we found things that we liked, we found things we didn't like, and when the Journal Gazette was looking for some new material, we pitched the idea of wine column Not your traditional wine column where you're trying to pair some really rare, expensive wine with food that nobody would ever make in their own kitchen. Uh Um, Or half of us would (laughs) ever eat. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah. We wanted it to be just for regular Midwestern people where they they might actually get something out of it. And they were like, well, go ahead and try. They ran it inside the living section the first week and... After that, it ran on the front of the living section
3: for every week until... It was just just a phenomenal response. People went crazy.
1: That's so cool. insane. Congratulations on that. Thank you. That's a big feat.
3: You know, we had fun. I mean, that was the thing is we did it until it wasn't fun. (laughs) You know, and we tried to keep it fun. Wine should be fun. It shouldn't be snobby and scary. It's something to be afraid of. I think
0: a lot of people feel the same way about wine as they do about walking into an art museum. So it's like, what's this crazy wallpaper over here? That's Jackson Pollock. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. So if it's not painful memory, how did the column end? Like how did, what happened there?
2: Well, I had already left the Journal Gazette. Dan was still there, but we just found there were other opportunities we wanted to pursue with wine, wine tasting, mm-hmm. working with nonprofits like Northeast Indiana Public Radio, and just other things that we wanted to do that really didn't fit with doing a newspaper column sure. anymore. So we still write not as frequently as we would like to. Um, we have our website, we have a Facebook page, we're on Instagram and Twitter. So we do all that stuff.
3: CheersWineConsultants.com. <laughs>
2: CheersWineConsultants. And I <laughs> love the tagline yeah. there. Right? Yeah, yeah. Where <laughs> For people who want yeah. to love wine but, but don't, don't know how, how. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and so you know, with two teenagers, life gets pretty busy. But
3: now we can do in-home wine tastings, so mm-hmm. you can pay us, and we will come to your house and drink your wine. <laughs> <And> that's, <laughs> that's one of the options. That, a beautiful isn't thing. It? Is it? Yes, yes. Okay. one of the most popular ones. Yeah. Yes, yep. uh, people uh, bid ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, to have us come to their house and do. I think the they light. pair that with so. our item
1: that we donate with the live music, oh, don't right, they? Well, Usually? Yeah. Usually, yes. yes. Yeah. 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 For the record, I'm not always a musician that will come and play for a event. <laughs> people sign up for a pile style event. Well. We have a large database of musicians that come out. I and... thought you
0: meant for the t- t- uh, picked by the pros. No, I mean just for a
1: silent <laughs> auction item. So like if yeah. they pair live music, which they often do with another yeah. item, like somebody's, you know, these these items, which we're going to ask more about from Katie in a minute here, you know, they'll pair the live music with it, something else, like like yeah. their donation here with the Book mm-hmm. for the Pros.
3: And and usually there's catering mm-hmm. involved, yeah. too. Catering so. involved.
1: That'll yeah. be a donation. They'll pool them together to make really cool silent auction items that are very expensive. <laughs> 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 but the money goes to a good cause. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So tell us about your relationship with NPR. When did this start, and how long have you guys been doing this event, Pick for the Pros?
2: Well, I think this is the 10th year for this particular event, but prior to that it was a just a a wine tasting. It, it was massive. There would be three hundred wines that you could go and try. It was often held at the at the Grand Wayne. And before that it was at the Botanical Gardens and
3: Until it was too big for the was, gardens. It yeah. was huge. But it was it like got, a cattle call. Yeah it got, it got <laughs> yeah, it
2: got to the point where it was just too much. It was it was too much wine and it didn't have that public radio vibe to it. It's special.
3: Well, and it it wasn't educational. The other thing is a lot of tastings that are donated wherever you go are donated by wine distributors, and some of them can be educational, but in general, what they want is for you to taste wines that they want to sell. Mm -hmm. So it could be... Makes sense. It could (laughs) be... uh, Right. I mean, it's understandable. It could be a new wine that they're trying to push, or it could be one they have a warehouse full of that they need to get rid of. So... With this event, we get to do something very, very different, right? We don't have a relationship with a distributor or a store or anything like that. We have no financial interest in what wines we pick. So we pick wines based on what we want to share with you. Like this year is old world grapes with a new world twist. So we're looking at Mostly French, uh, but generally European grapes that are either grown in the New World or they're uh, developed in a New World style. Mm-hmm. Um, it's much more interesting than someone, you know, at a card table with a bottle of Kendall Jackson Chardonnay for you to try. <laughs> My grandpa did that for <laughs> years. Kendall Jackson
0: Chardonnay. <laughs> Well, that that brings up, it sounds like there's a whole like artistic process that goes into, there's like a theme there involved. and How does that work? How do you come up with this?
2: We don't always have a theme this year. It, it sort of worked out. Sometimes when we try to force a theme, it just falls apart. But this year we noticed about halfway through, we were like, look at these wines. They're sort of falling in, you know, this old world, grape, new world trend. So we, then after that, then we were specifically looking for wines that would fall into that. We Since, have a spreadsheet. right? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've wow. got ten years of wow. wine
3: sure. dinners, and you know you, you don't want to do the same ones you did last year.
2: Yeah. So. Since Rudy's does the catering, we start off by getting the wine list that they have from their distributor, which is you know probably this thick. I mean, probably I know you can't see that in a podcast, <laughs> but uh, I don't know there's, half an inch thick. There's, I mean, I mean, probably three, four thousand wines. Oh on wow. The list. Okay. Yeah. And so we look at what we've done in the past, we look at um, what they have available, and what we want to try. And then we look at, okay, which of the wines that they offer is within a reasonable price range for the event, because it is a fundraiser, so Mm -hmm. we can't have a $100 wine for six courses. You mean there's not a VIP tasting (laughs) section yet (laughs) for those extra donations? But,
3: you know, the real trick is we want it to taste like a $100 wine. Sure. And mm-hmm. that's where the experience um, and knowledge comes in that, that we have to offer. Because, you know, even at even a restaurant, you know, the markup is three times. Okay, well, that's a $15 bottle of wine you're going to pay $45 for. They want it to taste like a $45 wine. Yeah. So if you just take, you know, whatever the Gallo lineup is, that's probably not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's where the Pick by the Pros title for the event it really is important because it is pros, not to brag, but... That's what you, you know, do. That's yeah, what you do. Yeah, absolutely. No, and then the other pros are, are the chefs that mm-hmm. take our list of wines and build a dinner around the wine.
1: Now, you said Rudy's Catering. I'm not familiar with it. Sir, Sir Rudy's. Okay.
3: Rudy's, yeah. so okay. The
0: event's in the Diamond Room. Sir Rudy's, yes, isn't it? Okay. correct. And yes. The other pros are the musicians who are there. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. Katie, can you tell us a little bit about what this means for WBOI?
4: Yeah, so in addition to having, you know, the education of the wine and the food and the pairings, uh, it's also an opportunity for us to raise awareness about who we are and what our place is in the community. So, for instance, we usually have a thing towards the end of the evening called Fund A Need. And that's where we ask listeners to basically, we have like an auctioneer there and people can do bidding. So it almost sounds like you're at Cruises or somewhere like that. We're just trying to raise money, kind of like seed funding for a new podcast we're trying to launch Mm -hmm. or a new way of storytelling or community events. And this year, uh, we're actually going to try to raise more awareness for this new project, and it's something Krista and I get to work with together. It's called New Generation Media, and it's a collaboration between WBOI, Fort Wayne Community Schools, and St. Francis, where we're teaching high school students how to make their own podcasts, essentially. So they get paired with students from St. Francis and the music technology and audio production team there, so they kind of get that near- peer mentorship and then they also get to work with staff here at the studio and they learn how to tell a story journalistically they know how to do a good interview
0: can somebody who's in their 40s go to these classes <laughs> <laughs> to sign up yeah. See, it's geared towards
4: 14 to 18 Aww. year olds so you may at have, heart at yeah. heart yeah. yeah but i'm very um, immature for my age <laughs> 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 you
2: um, already know how to do a podcast <laughs>
4: what are you doing right now <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
4: so i'll be talking about that and we've actually also partnered with Zero Seven Films it's a a new um, video production business here in town run by John Hartman and he's interviewing some of the students and some of the stakeholders involved with this project so you know normally we're an audio medium but we're going to have an actual video that we can show some of the attendees at the wine dinner so I'm just excited we get to tell more people about what we're trying to do and what we're trying to do for the community and how we're trying to educate more people about this platform.
0: That's really cool. So you actually have some of the projects lined up that you're trying to raise funds for, and then you're going to announce it at the event.
4: Exactly. So we we have received some funding for it already, but this is a long-term project that we want to keep doing, and we have our sights on moving downtown in the future. And one of the focal points of that building is the podcast cafe, where people from the community can come, like you guys could come and record your own podcast, or uh, we can teach people how to tell their own stories
0: right and so what's your history with uh, this particular event i guess this is the 10th year it started before you were here this is my
4: 8th year So it's gotten more and more exciting each and every year. And as a staff member, you know, it's really fun that we get to go to these kinds of events and we get to mingle with fellow staff members and other people from around the community. We get to have a lot of fun. And, you know, so often we're just kind of stuck in studios all day and people don't really know anything about us. But it's just great getting to Oh, we know about you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Some of us us follow you on Instagram, too. (laughs) (laughs) But it's just a really, really cool event. To that's get to cool. know some of and our listeners and get a group of like-minded people together,
3: and it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, the food—this is a six-course meal mm-hmm. that will blow your mind. I mean, it is to tell us to come hungry. It is phenomenal. You definitely won't come, come hungry. And, yeah. and, you can see <laughs> the, the, menu on the, the website <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. looking at. It's yeah. yeah. a great <laughs> web
1: page, by the way. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yes. do that. But yeah. very, very descriptive.
3: Well, there's a wine nice. tasting before the dinner even starts, which yeah. is, I think, it's one of the best wine tastings we've ever experienced.
2: Yeah, what's really cool about it is the distributors know that what we want for this event is not your run-of-the-mill wines. We want them to really step up their game and bring their best wines and really show off. And so they, what we've heard over time is that they love this event because it is different from a lot of the wine tastings that they do. And uh, Wine Time is one of the sponsors for the event. Jeff does a great job putting this together. Yep, Yep. Yep. he does a great job getting the distributors there and and getting just such a good variety of wine.
1: I think Jeff was the guy that got my grandpa to not exclusively drink Kendall Jackson. (laughs) So my my grandpa was pretty well off, but he was very, Frugal. And I'm telling you, every holiday, every time he came to our house, it's it was a bottle of Kendall night, Jackson Chardonnay. That's why I died when you said that. <laughs> it, it is the and number one selling Chardonnay. <laughs> yeah. Jeff would got him to That's drink real. some other things, you know, cool. before cool. you know. He's been passed away now for a year and a half. But I think Jeff helped him love learn to love wine. Is mm-hmm. is he the sole distributor you're working with for this or a sponsor, you said? He's he's one of the okay. sponsors. Is there any others yeah. you want to mention on the podcast at all? If you don't want to or you, you you need to check I on don't, That's fine too. I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, there's
4: yeah. Lake City Bank and there's also Wayne Press and Marquis and Wine Time, according okay. to the paper
2: in front of me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. So, and you know, the Cerutis uh, also looks at this event that same way. Usually, most of the year, you know them as the, the banquet place, mm-hmm. right? Banquet food is not always the most exciting food out there. But this event, they get to show off. You know, uh, yeah. John Cerruti, the chef, he has so much fun with this. I mean, this, you know, he got into the business because he loves being a chef. And, you know, when you make 500 uh, boneless, skinless chicken breasts, it's maybe not quite as passionate <laughs> as, as you would hope. Uh, so for this, they go all out and they, I mean, they really, really look forward to it. That's I, wonderful. That. That feels good, I think, because everyone involved is like, this is the best thing.
1: I'm sure the members, I know anyone that is like a, an NPR groupie, because we are, like, th- we all get along and we're, most of us are unique and it's just a fun pool of people to put together, period. But I'm sure they just look forward to this so much every year. What are some of the other, do you know any of the silent auction items that you'd want to share? You don't have to. Yeah. Okay. Um, there's some that are you want to entice people with.
4: A couple of breweries in town have donated tours. I think, it, yeah, two Toms, they're a newer brewery that opened in the past Year or so, they donated a tour for eight people. Matt Anthony also donated a t-
2: tour. Uh, yeah. I know. Did we put together a package of indie with New Day, Indianapolis, New Day Day? And I thought they were trying to get some other things. Too.
4: Yeah, like they—it's a lot of experience-based items, like Fort Wayne Country Club. They're donating a golf outing. Oh, cool.
2: Um, There's usually some artwork by local artists.
4: Artwork. Uh, kind of like day trips. I think we have something out in Warsaw. because There's some good restaurants and bars out there.
2: One of the fun things at this event, and this is the third year I think that we're doing it, is a wine pull. And so for $25, you get to pull a quart, and whatever number is on that cork corresponds with a bottle of wine. And you could get you know just a regular decent bottle of wine that they're all picked, picked by up. us so there's yeah. no
3: bad ones yeah <laughs> there's no
2: bad ones but there's some that are you know just your regular tuesday night wine or you could get the high-end wine which i'll let dan describe
3: it is called chateau la mission hot brion i don't do french so. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say that brion okay Let's try that again. Yeah. It's called Chateau La Mission Haute Brion. It is one of the premier Bordeaux's from France. Retail, $225 for this one single bottle. So the restaurant that would be? be (laughs) Yes, Yes. a car. It would cost you a car. And Um, you
2: could get it for $25.
1: Wow. Yeah. And so this, it's this is kind of like a raffle type the, of a uh, thing a where you, wine. okay. it's yeah. Yeah. cool. We had a
4: really good $75 one last year, I remember. The slow down wines, that was really good.
1: Mm-hmm. This is going to be exciting. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: lots of <laughs> So how should people go about the wine tasting? I saw on the website you had a couple little <laughs> tips for people and ways to approach it. But yeah. if you're somebody who's never you've never been to a wine tasting or you've been to a couple, and you know what's the best way to get the most out of it?
2: Well, first of all, don't try to taste everything. So <laughs> It's tempting. <laughs> don't go to the grocery store hungry. Yeah, I know, here you go. Yeah, don't try to taste everything. Take your time. Pick maybe one or two at every table um, if you're planning on going to every table. You know, there have been times when we've gone into a tasting and Dan said, you know what? Today I'm only going to try the Pinot Noirs all I'm going to try. A friend of mine has said I'm only going to do Spanish wines this time. So you can pick something like that to try or like I said just go to every table and see you know find a couple that look good ask the distributor um, what they recommend based on what your palate already is and what you already drink. Um, we always encourage people to challenge their palate. So if they're primarily a white wine drinker and they're thinking maybe they want to try reds then ask the distributor. This is where I'm at and this is where I want to go and they can help you out.
0: At least she likes to challenge people's musical palates as well. It's <laughs> yeah, kind of hey, the same, same? principle. <laughs> and
2: I think NPR listeners want to be challenged. Yeah. So it's not really that much of an ask when you're saying hey, in this aspect of your life Challenge yourself a little yeah, bit. Yeah, try
3: to be open-minded. <laughs> right? Sure. Broaden your horizons. Step then, out of your comfort zone. All yeah. the other cliches. My mom's
1: a white Zinfandel drinker. That's okay. So That's okay. Cool. <laughs> I have to tease her because she specifies she will not drink Moscatos at all, and she she doesn't consider um she doesn't like blush wines. She likes just white Zinfandel, and we always tease her because most of the people in our family are Reds and whites, but right. she will not drink anything people bring over.
3: Any particular? She doesn't.
1: Livingston Cellars That's her favorite mm. We tease her so much About this <laughs> <laughs> This is fun mom here's, here's our little Shout out to Sherry Pyle
3: the lady She should with try Red the, hair She should try The Behringer
1: I'm gonna make Her come to this Because it's not
3: Nearly as sweet uh, As most
1: She does like Behringer it's, See yeah, I think Livingston's dollars is a few dollars cheaper. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, we're, we're all frugal in my family. Yeah.
3: yeah, We our goal is to drink like a rock star on a jug wine budget. There you go. <laughs> I like it.
0: So how do you go from tasting a food to knowing which wine to pair with it? That's something that is always flummoxed to me. It's like, okay, there's a perfect wine for this. If you're eating steak, it's, I don't know, red wine or something. Or What, what, what principles do you apply there, and how do you build up that
3: repertoire? Uh, One thing we say is forget the rules, okay? (laughs) You know, if you like the wine, drink it. You know, if you only drink white Zinfandel and you're having steak, great.
1: That's a very regular (laughs) cruise at our house. (laughs) It's like you know her. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Right. You know, drink drink what you like. Um, And don't be afraid to drink a white wine with pizza. You know, that's fine. But, (laughs) (laughs) but okay. If you like it, if you like it, go for it. But, you know, one easy way is to look at tradition, right? So, Italians have been making Italian food for thousands of years and growing Italian wine, right? Mm -hmm. And so, naturally, those foods and those wines go together well. So, even if you just kind of start there, that's a great, great launching. Malbec goes great with beef. Well, Argentina is known for its beef, right? And most Malbec comes from Argentina, right. so a lot of it is just <laughs> people have developed wines to go with the food that they eat, right? So mm-hmm. that's an easy way to begin. After that, so it yeah, tends to be geographic
1: then, just a little bit. Yeah. But
3: you know, somet- it's sometimes you're looking for kind of a match, right? And sometimes you're looking for a counterpoint, right? Like if you eat fettuccine Alfredo rich creamy heavy cream and butter and melted cheese right and what do you put on it fresh ground black pepper right big coarse chunks of it because it's that counterpoint Uh right and sometimes wine is good that way too right and for a
1: non-musical guest counterpoint is functional music that works together but works against each other as well yeah, kind of yeah. Like a so common re- response. That's for you, Mom. No. <laughs>
3: so rather than that Kendall Jackson big buttery Chardonnay with your fettuccine Alfredo, maybe like an acidic Pinot Grigio.
1: We used to drink that with steak too.
3: That's yeah. fine. <laughs> if, Kendall Jackson. It, if you liked it, that's great.
1: I'm sorry, I'm just being a cheese ball over here. <laughs> Ignore me.
0: Well, I wanted to go around to this bigger question of it's like you're pairing wine to the, the food and then you're bringing music into it. So there's this whole... Yeah,
2: we've had music at the event for a number of years, and it sort of has morphed over time. I think, you know, we've tried a couple different styles, and I think what we found is we like having music there, but we don't want it to overwhelm the evening. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's that's why Leah probably went to you, is to say this is what we're looking for, and since you do have a broad range of musicians that you would be able to find something that would pair nicely with the event. And now you can do
0: something old world with a new world twist, which is actually, (laughs) she actually does like jazz and classical fusion. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) That's really interesting because music is also, you know, it's a pairing. Uh, Sometimes musicians and live music, the musicians forget that because it's also often a focal point. But right. sometimes when somebody calls us for music, or you know, says like I'm really looking for this for the event, they're calling you for a vibe. They're not calling you for a show. Right. And so I, I always encourage our musicians that we work with, and I really only call musicians, you know, that we work with that are service musicians. They know how to be how to serve, you know. And, and I'm not just talking like people that go to serve at church with their music, but they know how to go to a social event and understand what the vibe is that the client has asked for or or the venue has asked for you know it's not always you know you're a ham or you're being you know the focal point point. and sometimes you're there to create a really good vibe and people will compliment you on that they'd be like this is top-notch you know this is exactly what we wanted and you're not necessarily you know a lot the loudest thing in the room but you allow the focal point of the evening to shine when you help create the vibe and the ambiance that you're supposed to create when you're contributing the music from a service position so it's important and and we like musicians that understand that too
3: and i mean that's the exact same principle between uh wine and food pairings right you don't want a wine that's just going to overpower and take away all the attention from the food and same way you don't want food that's going to make the wine meaningless sure when the two work together though sometimes it's just like magic it's wonderful each one makes each other better and we find with wine you tend to slow down think about what you're drinking think about what you're tasting think about the flavors you start to bring up memories and reminisce and think about relationships and we also think that's what public radio is all about slow down see the sights a little bit learn something have an open mind see the scenery.
1: In music, we talk about reading a room, and um, it's really fun because you can look out and see who's there and what kind of guests are attending and try and play music that complements the room. I'm really excited to read the room for this event. This is going to be really fun. So on the
4: fly, do you get to Pick the songs or if you sure. just think it's a totally different crowd, then you're gonna go in a totally different direction.
1: Well, especially if people wanna re- like take requests too. A lot of times people come up and can you play me this or can you play that? And you know, with technology it's really easy now. You bring in an iPad Pro and you have almost anything you want at your fingertips. So and hopefully if you're a professional musician you've heard it before and have no problem recreating an just arrangement. Try to
0: match the energy of you the do room sometimes. Sometimes
1: it's, it's just... loud and noisy and they yeah. want, you know, um drunk karaoke songs, even if they're not gonna <laughs> yeah. sing. Right. They're not always gonna <laughs> sing, but they want to hear. <laughs> yeah. No. no, no, no. Sometimes they want jazz. And they really want to notice you. it. You know? yeah. So it just depends on what the room is. And you might, I, we get so many calls for, we would like a jazz duo for this event. We would like a jazz trio and we will get there and we won't play any jazz. Because the people are like, well, c- can you play some more, you know, Billy Joel? Can you play some Beatles tunes? And we play them in a classy, jazzy style, but it's not jazz, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really funny. So you know it's it's not hilarious. Jazz, right? We want a jazz trio not a jazz standard was played the whole night or something. It's so funny.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so the event goes off without a hitch. It's a wild success. What are you hoping people will take away from it?
2: Well, I think first and foremost, we hope they have a good time empty we
3: wallets hope. they should take. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So going to get to Katie the for that. T- lots. <laughs> lots, of, lots of
2: donations. Well, one we thing
3: that's super
4: exciting success. this year is we have mobile bidding. It's the first time we've ever had that so oh, it'll be um, an interesting experiment. You know, hopefully people are sitting at the table and as the energy goes up and people really want a certain silent auction item or if there's a live bidding going on they can just do it from their phones so we hope that that generates some extra enthusiasm so for So if you
0: can get them a little bit drunk and it's be like drunk Social media gets progressively <laughs> sillier throughout yeah. the evening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just make some bad decisions. <laughs> or good ones.
2: All good decisions. All good decisions. Yes. 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 Yeah, I think Bad decisions have, for a good cause. <laughs> you know, people come to this event and they sit at tables sometimes with people that they've never met before. People bring friends who really don't have an association with WBOI and they learn about the station, about, you know, what the mission is. And for me that's one of the best parts of it is that Afterwards, people leave and they know a little bit more than when they walked in. That's
0: great. I like it.
1: And now, uh, what's this, this website that we visited today? What was this? Uh, the wine website and the event website?
4: Yeah, if you go to wboi.org, we have a link to a separate wine dinner website and it just gives you all the info about the event. It's a great it might be site. picked by the pros.com.
1: I'm going to look it up right now. under events. If you go to WBOI. Yeah, just like it
4: goes to a totally different website when you
1: dot WBOYwine.org. There you go. WBOYwine.org. Yes. So when dot you go org. to
4: WBOYwine.org, yeah. uh, you can see more event details, some of you can check out our sponsors and pictures from previous years. You get tickets years.
1: there too as well. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. And then
3: what is your website that people can find you? Is it Cheers. Cheerswineconsultants.com.
1: And is that the same handle on Instagram and Facebook? Sure. All these hard questions. They have, they have links to it all. Okay. Uh, so that was Facebook
3: honest. is definitely uh, Cheers Wine Consultants. Okay.
1: It's not Cheers LLC.
3: That's our email. That's our email.
1: We'll visit their website,
3: and then Imagine you can show on all the Yeah. <laughs> make sure we include it. <laughs> Just give them your phone number. Text them, phone them at 1130
1: every <laughs> <number.
4: laughs> <Yeah. You know, laughs> night. You, you
3: know, the when thing is, people call us... They do call from the grocery store, from the wine Oh, my God. That's really People that know us. (laughs) I'm I'm at a wine store in Colorado, and I'm trying to buy wine for our friends.
2: (laughs) We're having a picnic this afternoon. Yeah, yeah. We're having a picnic.
3: What do do I bring to a
0: picnic? Look for a vouvray. Basket? (laughs) That was was my advice. Look for a vouvray. So did I miss anything you guys wanted to talk about? Can we cover everything?
2: I can't think of anything else. No. Come, it's lots of fun. It is. All right. Lots yeah. of
0: fun. And, and it's, it's June 21st? June yes.
2: 21st. First I mean, day like of
0: summer. 5.30. You got a little bit of time. These usually sell out, don't they? Like, oh, yes. Well, we
4: last year was the first time we switched venues because we used to, well, for a few years we were at the Bergstaff place, and then that got way too small. So we have a bigger venue now, so we have more seating. All right. Yay. Mm-hmm
0: probably still sell out so you should get some tickets quick yeah. <laughs> <Definitely. laughs> all right thank yeah. you guys and, that was fun and oh go download ahead download the uh, uber app so that yes. you can get home absolutely oh, yes. wine always... tasting means getting a little tipsy <laughs> thank you guys for listening you can find us on itunes and stitcher you can put your email in the little box there if you're on the website and we will see you next time thank you <laughs>